Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Season 2 of Men's Seats Exposed. We are going to go deep into questions, answers, and we're going to warn you that a lot of these episodes are going to be 18 and up because we have a lot more questions this season for Season 2 that are going to be sexually related and a lot of confessions that are going to be private. Enjoy this new season of Men's Secrets Exposed, season number two. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a new episode of Men's Secrets Exposed. Part of what I want to do with this new season is I want to have more experts on to actually uh, dive into some of the topics, talk about some of the things that's going on in the dating world, dating scene, relationships, marriage, breakups, things like that. And we have a very special guest, very special guest, Domini Drew. She is an expert in the field, and I'm going to let her actually introduce herself and give a little bit of background. Go ahead, Domini, take it away. All right. Well, I'm so appreciative for you having me. Thank you so much. Um, I'm really excited about this. Um, as you said, my field is, um, is in the, the men's dating. I help single men attract life partners through personal and relationship coaching. Mm-hmm. But I might be a little bit different from other experts that you've had, dating experts and, and coaches and things that you've had on because the angle with which I address this particular issue is not so much from a perspective of dating or um, you know, meeting people and of course that's affected and that problem is solved, but the way I address it is actually more uh, on a deeper level. So it's those deeper psychological ways in which you hold yourself back from what you want. Okay. So. I'm solving the dating issue, but because I'm going, I'm going deeper, because a person doesn't really have dating problems, right? That's not really a thing. You have personal problems that are showing up in your dating life. Well, hang on, hang on, back up. <laughs> you said sure. people don't have dating problems. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? What's that? You said, you, you said people don't have dating problems. Right. Okay. They don't. They have underlying issues in their in their personal system in their personality that are showing up in their dating life okay so when you go down deep so let's say you have a self-worth issue you have an underlying belief that i'm not good enough that Uh, will screw your dating life okay without a doubt gotcha um and so if you have that you'll be like man i don't know why but nobody seems to like me i can't seem to engage women they always choose somebody else um it could uh, result in, in trust issues where you have a hard time letting people in on a deep level. But if you fix that underlying issue where you, you, you know, at some point in childhood, you had an experience that led you to develop a conclusion subconsciously that you're not good enough and you've carried that throughout your life. That's still operating. Even your physical body is, um, is built around that. Mm-hmm. When you adjust that, when you clear that issue, your dating life changes, yes, but so does a lot of other things. Right, a lot of guys will tend to become more successful because the thing that they're doing in one area of their life, they tend to do everywhere. If you're carrying that underlying belief, it's not just around women, it's about you, right? So it may be keeping you from asking for a promotion. It might be asked, keeping you from starting a business. It might be keeping you from attracting enough clients. So it's a, it's a, it's a deeper level that includes the, and, and adjusts the dating life, solves that problem, but also, um, also really fixes a lot more than that. Well, I thought it was interesting when, you know, we connected on LinkedIn and one of the things that um, stood out was you talking about self-sabotage. Um, yeah. I really want us to get into that. It seems like it seems to be your wheelhouse anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, in your experience, how, how often do you think? I mean, you think, you think, well, let me ask you this. Do you think guys self-sabotage more than women or you think women self-sabotage more than men? And I'm strictly asking <laughs> 
strictly asking on the bias of pure controversy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a problem-causing question, really. <laughs> um, I think you, you could you could say one or the other, but I don't think that's accurate at all. Everybody does it. I mean, everybody does it without realizing it. You know, you might be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely a self-sabotager. Or you might be like, no, I'm definitely not a self-sabotager. But you are, regardless of your response to that statement. It's just not conscious. Really? Obviously, right? Because if it were conscious, you would fix it. You would think. I mean, do you think some people <laughs> you, self? You, you would th- think you're right. <laughs> you do you think some people self sabotage on purpose? No. 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 It is sometimes conscious. So then we get to a fine line of okay, if it's conscious and they're doing it still, is it you know does that mean on purpose? Um, but if I take your word to mean on purpose, being like that's your intention. No, I mean nobody nobody willingly looks at the goal that they want and then turns and walks the other way. But just about everybody does that action. Hmm. Um, but they turn and walk away because either it, it's subconscious, they think they don't want it, or there's something happening underneath the surface, or they're scared of success, or they're too scared of failure, or all that type of thing. Um, but it's something at either deeply subconscious or at best probably compulsive, I would say. Wow. What about this thought, which I've given a lot of, I mean, do you really, that there are a lot of people out here that really do believe that they don't deserve? Like, if someone comes in their life, and I always find this funny, you know, you see these things on these dating profiles, especially, right? These people, and I'm speaking from the male point of view, like these ladies said that they say that they want a nice guy, they want to be treated with respect, they want this, they want that, they want this. Then when they get it, it's almost like they don't know what to do with it. Because either, yeah. they, I mean, what's the... What's the, what's the what's the deal with that? What's that? What's the deal? What's the dealio with that? <laughs> what's the dealio? Yeah. What's happening here? What's the dealio? Um, I think it's exactly it's, it's totally right. And so it's such a shame. That's such a painful thing. And I'm thinking about this from the guy's perspective. It's such a, if I have a lot of like nice guys come to work with me um, because they're like I'm seeing women like I'm I'm what women say they want, and then I'm I'm getting friend zone by. Uh, friend zone. Friend zone. That, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's aligned with, um, or, or has a tendency to happen with people who are kind of the nice guy type, quote unquote. And what? I actually have a great um, podcast episode on just the nice guy syndrome and sort of the fallacy of that. It does seem like it's a thing. Well, can you get into that? Because I know that I know that other men have wondered that. And it's like, when you, it's funny when you ask, it seems like, it seems like when you ask women about that question and you really try to really ask them that hard question they really don't give a solid answer they kind of dance Mm. around it and i don't know why that is because i know that there are millions of men around on this planet quarantine or not they're trying to figure out what is you know these women say that they want a nice guy they say that they want the guy that's going to treat them with respect that's what they say and then when that guy shows up they don't want that guy yes okay so there's a, the male perspective, the male half of this issue and the female half of this issue, right? So for the male half, what we what we tend to do when we experience, I, I mentioned like a childhood wounding when we're kids. And this is something that like you've had happen to you even if you had an ideal childhood. Um, it's just, it's, it's something innate that all humans experience, a kind of disillusionment. And what we do is um, when that happens when we're young, we create defenses, which as I said, you know, last into adulthood. The way we create these defenses are to use our natural strengths, our natural gifts, right? So if I throw something at you, you're not going to like, you're going to defend with your dominant arm, with your strength, right? You're not going to be like, I'm going to try a left. Like it's automatic. You're defending yourself. You're like, oh crap, you know, and you, and you, you defend yourself with your, throw your arm up, whatever. Okay. So 
somebody who struggles with what we call the nice guy syndrome or that type of situation, those people, their, their natural core qualities, their natural strengths are kindness, sweetness, sensitivity, gentleness. All of these are positive qualities, right? Everybody's got their style, but like there's nothing wrong with any of those things. So because we distort our natural strengths and their natural strengths are, some, are things like gentleness and kindness, they distort the gentleness and kindness and they become doormats. Okay. So they're naturally kind. There's, there's nothing wrong with them. We all, we all use defenses. The nature of their defenses is that they tend to get walked on. They let themselves get walked on. Mm. And when they do that, they lose the respect. They don't respect themselves. Another distortion of that type of character. Okay. So because they don't respect themselves, they don't demand respect from others. And so the, the woman tends to lose interest and leave. Or they tend to mistreat them. I have a lot of guys come to me who are like, man, women are just, you know, they don't, they don't appreciate me. They're abusive. They're, they walk all over me. And right away, you know, that, that tell, goes me one piece of information. Okay, this person's probably not you know, insisting that they not do that, right? Yeah. They haven't gone, huh, please don't treat me that way, and someone else would. So in, in one way, that can be where they're like, man, why do you want to be with this, you know, this, this type, of, type of guy? I'm so nice. It's like, but niceness can also be, you know, it's not like you're a really high-quality person and this guy's a really low-quality person. It's like you, your, your defenses are screwing you. There's your self-sabotage. Mm. Even though you're a great guy, it's working against you. So there's a self-sabotage without even realizing it. So the guys are being too nice, as they say, too nice. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and not, and not just, just not demanding the respect of, of the, the other, so they don't get it. Now, the female side, um, you know, what, what you brought up, I think, is a, is a prominent thing, which is the, the feeling of not deserving something. That's a self-worth issue. Right? Of okay. course, both men and women can have that, but in this type of situation, um, you know, what we grow up with when we're young tends to be um, the way we think love is. So if we had uh, maybe an abusive father um, or uh, an emotionless, emotionally stunted um, parental figure of some kind, male or female, then it's possible they may come and, and that's what their brain associates with love. So they would literally be uncomfortable being treated the way you know, they think they want to be treated or the way other people think they ought to want to be treated. <laughs> um, and they'll, um, they'll, they'll instead be drawn to men who treat them Bad. the way they, they were treated when they were young. Because it actually feels more comfortable to the system. The, the self-sabotage comes because your, your subconscious brain is, is associated with, with safety. That's the most important thing. It's keeping you from dying. Right. And because you had the childhood wounding, you actually faced death. Mm. Um, which, if you think about it for a child, is not that hard to do. Yeah. Right? It could just be that your parents went on vacation and you didn't know they were coming back. And if mm. your parents leave and you're a child, we innately know we will die. That is true. Yeah. You leave a child alone, it will die. Right? Okay. Or it can't feed itself. So your, your brain kicks in and goes, okay, well, who cares that he doesn't treat you well? He's still here. And that means you're safe. That's more important. And so from the outside, it looks like a crazy decision, but it's never, you never make a crazy decision, ever. You don't understand the decision? Yes. It may not make sense to your logical mind? Maybe. But your logical mind is very small and limited compared to the rest of you. 
And when you dive down and you look at the source of all these issues, they always, 100% of the time, I've done this for almost 20 years, it always makes sense. So if you just look at what you're attracting, it's one of the reasons I work with attraction, because attraction is always authentic. You can see what you're doing subconsciously by seeing what you're drawing into your life experience. But what you're attracting. Okay. Exactly. Hmm. So these, so some of these ladies out here, they say that they want it, but because they never really had it or they were used to... They're just, not comfortable. They're used to... Yeah, they, to they, actually, they actually don't. That's, what, that's what something that, that I find men, men do too is they're, they're a lot more literal. They're a lot more straightforward than women are. <laughs> yes. And so when a woman yes. says something but does something else, guys, forget what she's saying. Watch what she's doing. Yeah. If she says she wants A, but she's repeatedly dating B, she actually wants B. And I think that's just a little counterintuitive for a lot of guys, but I think it'll, that'll provide a lot of relief for people. She says she's, she wants to meet again, but she's always busy. She doesn't want to meet again. You know? Mm, well, yeah. You would think it would be some common sense, but... Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, you know... Because they're, they're listening to the words that we're saying, which is lovely. Thank you all for doing that. Appreciate it. But then we get accused <laughs> of... Well, then we get accused that we ain't listening. You know, we get accused that we're not listening. But we are listening. We're, we're, we're you know, we're listening. You are listening. We're listening to value. We're listening exactly. I have to the guys a lot. They're like, oh, she really wants to meet, but she, you know, she's just really busy, and it's been like weeks, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know if they've ever, ever been in love, but nobody's that freaking busy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's yes. not a thing. Like, when you're in love, you're just amazed how much time you have to spend with this person. Exactly. <laughs> you seemed busy last week, but now you're like wide open, right? Ex- <laughs> completely. 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 So how can people, how... Can people stop self-sabotaging themselves? Well, they can't. They're screwed. They can't. Oh, There's no hope. Um, There's no hope for you. You are done. <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a bummer? You are done. <laughs> I came on and was just like, that's you, just how it goes. Yeah. Right, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be so some the, the kind of basic steps. To start, uh-huh. um, that process of stopping the self-sabotage is to start noticing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, a couple ways you can do that. One is, like I mentioned before, where you notice what you're attracting and, and, and validate that. Not just like, oh, well, I know I've dated three girls who were abusive, but like for different reasons. You know, this girl was like, forget about the details. Look at the overarching patterns in your life. Mm. Because the patterns are where you're repeatedly attracting the same thing. So if you had three women who cheated on you. Uh-oh. But one was, uh, and I, I come across this all the time. Like, guys, and they'll drop it in kind of casually at the end of, like, a, you know, a, a strategy session to see if they want to work with me or something. And they'll be like, oh, and by the way, every woman I've, I've been in has been, on, been with has been unfaithful. I'll be like, whoa, dude, let's start there. <laughs> you dated three, you dated three women, and they've all been unfaithful. Um, but, like, one was in college, one was long distance, and you're like, yeah, but that one was long. See how you're, like, looking for the differences? Right. Don't look for the differences. Look for the similarities. What do they all have in common? Yes, one was blonde, one was brunette, but the fact of the matter is they all screwed you in one way or the other. Or you felt, let me rephrase, or accurately, you felt screwed over yeah. by all three of them. So what you're attracting is the experience of feeling screwed over by a woman. But, right. I mean... I don't think dudes would want to act. I mean, not actively seek that out. I mean, how? No, does... of course not. It's not conscious at all. Oh God, no! It just keeps happening. You don't know why it keeps happening, right? Right. And and what we tend to do is just think, oh, that's just how it is. This is the great fallacy of humanity, Dwayne. This is such a huge thing. 
We just think that the way our life is, is the way life is. Okay. And I'm telling you, and I cannot mean this more literally, there is just about nothing about your life that is out of your control, that is unchangeable. Mm. Okay. And the way to, to, to make it such, you know, the, the, you're, when you're, if you're seeing, man, I've been in five relationships and all women, all of them have, che- have cheated on me, you draw, that, that's the evidence, right? That's, that's fact, that's reality. Then you draw a conclusion, women must be cheaters. <laughs> you see? You see what happened? <laughs> oh, I think you need to say. I think you need to say that again for the sure. women. You if need you to. Have a pattern. You need to say that for the ladies, because. Just repeat that. Yeah, you need to say that for the women. Yes. I mean, okay. what? What is? Is it not? Is it not a majority of women's beliefs that? All men cheat? I don't know statistically whether that's a belief or not. It's hard to even measure that because a lot of beliefs aren't even conscious. But the, the, what is true between men and women is we assume that what's happening to us is the other person. Mm. Oh, all women cheat. Um, man, I've been with five guys in a row and they've all left me to marry someone else. Men must not want to commit. Uh-huh. Or all the men have cheated on me. Ugh, men are cheaters. And you know, I'm making, I'm taking my own personal experience, which is one person's perspective. With, let's even be generous and say 20 relationships, 20 people out of seven and a half billion, and I'm drawing a conclusion about all men. Men are cheaters because five of them cheated on me. Yeah. Or 20 or 100. It doesn't matter. You can't only date so many people. So like. <laughs> You see what I mean? Like we, and then you draw this huge conclusion, and then you're screwed. So, what? How are they supposed? How is a person supposed to even battle that? If 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 100 percent of their experiences are they got cheated on, or they got lied to, or you know whatever, they got abused, physically abused, yep. right? Then, you know. In a way, is it really wrong to say that their personal truth is is inaccurate? Because their personal truth, because a statement like "men are cheaters" is mm-hmm. not your personal truth. It's a conclusion that you're drawing from your personal truth. What's true is every man I've dated has cheated on me. Okay. That's actually your personal truth. The rest is a wide, overarching assumption about the rest of the world based on five people out of seven and a half billion. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then the problem is with men. <laughs> okay. Now men are all cheaters. Okay. Obviously that's not the case because lots of women date men who don't cheat and lots of men don't cheat, right? So it's, an in, it's, it's, a, it's something that seems true from your perspective, but your perspective is so incredibly limited yeah. And biased. Every man I've dated has cheated on me. That's a true statement. And so it's not true about men. It's true about the men I choose. Uh, so how do they stop from taking that personal experience and labeling it against all men? Yes. So you need to shift it. And this is, a, this is incredibly important because while, the, while your conclusion is, ugh, men don't want to commit, or men cheat, these sort of huge, overarching, inaccurate statements, you're a victim. Mm-hmm. You're a victim of life. If that's a true statement, all men cheat, 
you are screwed. Because that's apparently just how men are. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't fix men. Dwayne, you can't fix women. Yeah. You can't do it. Not all of them. Not enough time. <laughs> right? So, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that shit. That's, yeah. that's how, I, that's how yeah. I feel about that. So, like, when, you, when that happens, you're a victim. You're a victim of your life. You're a victim of the entire gender of men. You're totally limited. But if you turn it around and say, huh, know that every relationship I've been in, I seem to attract men who are unfaithful. I wonder why that is. Now you've turned the entire situation from men are impossible, which you can't win. If all men cheat, then there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. Versus a pattern that you have. You are attracting a certain type of person, and that's within your power. To- okay. So you go from victimhood you can't fix it to total empowerment where you can absolutely fix it but that means that would mean that people would have to own a degree of accountability ah and there it is <laughs> right and that must be done if you want to change your life uh, period and what's been your experience when you really hold a wounded woman's feet to the fire on accountability you know what my, my style, possibly very much like yours, is quite direct and quite matter-of-fact. People who are drawn to work with me, they want to change their shit. Okay. They, they, want, they want to change more than they are afraid to. Mm-hmm. And you have to, just, you have to get to that point where you're over it, the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore, I need to fix this. Um, but everybody, I, I absolutely hold people's feet to the fire in as gentle a way as they need, obviously. It's not like a traumatic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, you, you do need to face yourself because that's the reality and you can't change without facing reality. Now, I mean, then this is just, I mean, I'm kind of just now I'm being selfish asking this question. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, being, I'm just being nosy right now. Um, yeah. my style of how I communicate tends to be very direct, very blunt, very, you know, I don't sugarcoat. And, uh, and I noticed that I know that I, I've done that whole, the whole, what disc training, you know, driver, introvert and all that. Um, huh? Do you feel like it's easier for you to communicate? And how can I say this without sounding sexist? Um, Sorry, go ahead. But do, do you, can you kind of understand what I'm getting ready to ask? I mean, do you feel like it's easier for you to communicate with men because men tend to be more direct, blunt, you know, as opposed to that directness can, can rub uh, certain, certain women the wrong way? Good question. Um, it's possible, is, is I think is as much of a, an accurate answer as I can as I can give. I will say that since I because I didn't used to be this direct because I wasn't this comfortable with myself. Okay. Um, as I said, I've, I've done this work for over fifteen years. I think seventeen years now, um, both professionally but also personally for myself. And I used to be like a mess of insecurities. Like I had them all. Just self-loathing and you know hated my body and I wasn't comfortable in my body and you know I was always second guessing myself and people pleasing and all sorts of shit and I worked through all of that and I sit like totally empowered in my body I'm super comfortable if somebody doesn't like me I'm like don't worry about it that's cool like I have I'm just like totally sort of um centered in myself right and as a result I've gotten because I'm not as afraid of the response I've gotten more direct and it's not forceful. I don't need to force myself at you. 
I'm just not really going to mince words because I trust you to be able to handle yourself. And if you can't, then I trust us to be able to work through that. Right. Okay. Yeah. So since that's happened with me, I noticed that men really appreciate it. Like they love it. They love when you just say what you mean without fear as much as you can, because again, they're, they're just very direct and a lot of the sort of subtle ins and outs and, and yeah, men don't read between the lines. You know, yeah, we, and, we, and we operate like mostly between the lines. So I think that's maybe the a, a lot of the, the miscommunications. Right. I mean, men men, men don't read between the lines at all, and um, trying to communicate to us between the lines, and then it's like it's almost I have to say this like a little bit of a unfairness. You know, if the communication is between the lines. If you have a question, please send it in. Go to DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. DwayneHill.com forward slash dating podcast questions. This has been a Pick a Card Productions venture. Thank you for listening. Edited by Logan Dunbar. Sound supervisor, Logan Dunbar. Additional editing by Gabriel Rattori. For more information, go to DwayneHill.com or PickACardPro.com.